Hi, I'm Addie, and welcome to the next episode of Over a Cup of Coffee with Jamie and Addie. Um, I want to first point out that there is some construction in our building where we're recording today, so if you do catch a little bit of extra noise, please do your best to disregard it, just like right now some's coming up. Um, Jamie and I are talking about confidence today, so stay tuned. Hey, so here we are with Over a Cup of Coffee, our podcast. Yes. And I'm Jamie Church. (laughs) And I'm Addie Betancourt. And we live and are broadcasting from Farmington, New Mexico. For our new listeners, that's in the northwest corner of the state of New Mexico in an area called the Four Corners. Yeah. So, yeah, we're in the high desert, so we experience all four seasons and um, always want people coming and visiting and moving here and experiencing some of the really cool things that we get to. Well, and today we actually don't have a guest. Normally we have a guest, but we every so often want to have just the two of us to kind of give you a sense of what this podcast is and how Mm -hmm. it started, which is exactly what's going on here, which is just we were sitting and drinking coffee and talking about a variety of things. Right. Mm -hmm. So today we kind of wanted to touch on one topic which was confidence Mm -hmm. as not in like confidential, but more like in self, self self-esteem, self-worth. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like that's something that means something different to everybody. Mm -hmm. And I, I've always felt pretty, well, that's not actually true. I was just about to say, I've always felt really self-confident, but that's actually not true. Mm-hmm. I think we all through phases of our life have times when we feel more confident and then times when we feel less confident. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And Absolutely. so just to kind of backtrack a little bit, you're involved in the hospitality industry. Right. Because you are director of sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm director of sales for the Home Two Suites here in Farmington. Um, it's a Hilton um, umbrella to property. And we are also um, owned by an investment group and managed by a property management company. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of um, different levels of, um, not levels, types of ownership that happen with hotels. Some are brand owned, which means if I was Hilton owned, then I would be a Hilton employee and held to different standards through Hilton. Um, because I'm a property management employee for Capri Hospitality Management, I'm under another level of standards with them and goals. And then because we also have an investor group that actually owns us, I have another entire set of people that I answer to as well. So lots right. of different levels there. And um And different perspectives coming at me all the time. So I question my confidence sometimes. If I'm somebody's telling me one thing and somebody over here on this side is telling me something else, I have to try really hard not to question my abilities. Right. Kind of like that imposter syndrome that we talked about at the Women's Summit two years ago. Two years ago, Imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mine is it comes from, so I am a, a totally different sector, if you will, because mm-hmm. I work for a nonprofit. So the Farmington Chamber of Commerce is a nonprofit. It's mm-hmm. not a 501c3. It's a 501c6, but it is still a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And it is 
like all chambers made up of members, our membership, our businesses mm-hmm. or nonprofits that are members. So I answer to a board of directors and so not investors necessarily, but our right. members are investors. Mm-hmm. They're investing in the chamber. So I do answer to them. Right. But where I, I feel um, sometimes my confidence is lacking is that we have so many events or so many things that go on within the chamber. So just to just to name a, a few, right. we have our focus on Farmington Coffee, which happens every month, which is a networking. Uh, we have probably four or five ribbon cuttings every month to celebrate new businesses. Mm-hmm. And those ribbon cuttings consist of getting a good turnout of our Red Coat ambassadors um, mm-hmm. to show up for the ribbon cutting. We have a business after hours. Right now we're getting ready to work on a chili festival, which happens every year. And the same month, we also have the Women's Summit. Mm-hmm. We are also in charge of the Christmas Parade, <laughs> which will be followed rapidly by the end of your banquet. Yeah. Those are all, and that's just, that doesn't that's count all the business after things. hours and not the coffee. Bet. I mean, all those things happen and then the right. big events. Mm-hmm. So where my confidence feels like it's constantly under scrutiny is I can't let one of those events fail. Mm-hmm. Because if I let one of those events fail, it's my name on it. Right. And so that's where my pressure comes in and my level of confidence is that every time there's a successful event, it's it feels great. But then as you get ready to go into the next event, then you're like, but I I, but what I set the bar. <laughs> so now I have to meet that expectation. Right. And and that's probably a lot of pressure I put on myself. But yes. I think that's what drives me. And I think mm-hmm. that's why I'm where I am and doing the things like the podcast right. and some of the other things we talk that about we that we have going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that is what drives me. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's also what has me constantly worried that the next event's going to be a flop. Mm-hmm. Or then, you know, what's what's going to happen if this event isn't successful then? You know, so yeah. that's that pressure. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, then you're, you're, you're taken from feeling on top of the world to, oh, my God, it's all on my shoulders. Right. And, right. and I, I do the same thing. I... I get going and I'm really successful at one thing and then the next year it's coming back around and I think, oh no, you know, budget budget season, for instance, is mm-hmm. about to be upon me for 2022. Mm-hmm. And I know um, we moved mountains this year. Right. And, and so they're going to expect another new level out right. of me. And that scares me because did I give everything I could this year? Some days, yes. Mm-hmm. But if I'm honest, some days, no. Mm-hmm. And and when I really look at those two, even with our events, because I do help not just with the chamber events, but a lot of other events in the community, I always think, man, was it a confidence issue? Was it uh, I really am not feeling this event anymore? Right. Or, you know, or did I did I give my all? Right. And, and did it, were we successful? Right. And again, too, going with our, our goals. I, I'm a big goal setter and a five-year planner. And does it still go with what I was looking at for my five years now that right. another year has passed? Do I need to reevaluate where I'm going? And if you're coming from a place of lost confidence, it's very difficult to put those things back in front of you and make them achievable and attainable. Right. And I should say, we we have a lot of committees, too, that do a great yes. job. I was just we like do. making it sound us. like it was all me. It's not. Yeah. We do have a wonderful promotions and events committee. Mm-hmm. We have great committees on the that are part of the chamber mm-hmm. and that help with every single event. So mm-hmm. the manpower is definitely there. It's just yeah. it it you want every event to be successful. Mm-hmm. You want every event to be the best event. And yeah. 
And so I think that's more what I mean about every time I finish an event and then we get ready to start the next one and the committee mm-hmm. and all right. the men, the great helpers because <laughs> yes. I certainly didn't want to imply that. Yeah. But it is. But as the leader. Yeah. So and I think I think right. from a leadership standpoint, we're constantly questioning ourselves to make sure we're showing up as leaders for the people who are depending on right. us. Right. And making sure we're guiding them through the process as successfully as possible mm-hmm. and making sure they're getting out of it what they wanted. Right. Because everybody's volunteering. Right. It's it's not just it, we're we're not paying anybody to help with any of these events. Right. They're it's all volunteer based. Right. And as being members of the chamber, for instance, they're paying to be there. Right. You know, right. and and so, so again, that's, sure that's a whole new level of pressure that is put on you as as the leader, as the director, as the, you know, I, the, the circus. The, the circus. The circus. Yeah. Kind of a good description. The ringleader of the well, I heard circus. the music in my head as yes. I was going through all that. I was like, that's really what it is. And I love know? what I do. Yes. So that's why I keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And I do love what I do. <clears throat> and I, I do think, too. you know, that my role with the chamber is was my dream job. Mm-hmm. I knew it was the a perfect fit for mm-hmm. me. But I do yeah, think was, there's a balance that you have yeah. to strike between mm-hmm. what your your real role is in your job, which is for the chamber, it's advocacy, building membership, mm-hmm. and helping to support the small business community mm-hmm. and grow the small business community. Right. And then sometimes some of these other things start to build, and they're fun too, mm-hmm. and they're worthwhile, but it's sometimes just taking stock, like you said, reevaluating, mm-hmm. and then making sure if I'm doing all of these other things, am I doing the best I can with what with I, what the main goal I, is. With what the main goal is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think there's a constant um, checking in, mm-hmm. self inventory, right? And definitely a self inventory. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where confidence comes from too. Is mm-hmm. you do when you check in with yourself, or you surround yourself with people you can trust mm-hmm. about your career or your life, and make sure you're getting honest feedback. Yeah. Then I think that helps you to kind of go outside your box or go outside your comfort zone sometimes and try things you normally wouldn't have. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we just had coffee this last weekend with a a close friend and colleague Mm -hmm. of ours. And, um, you know, she, she, shared some things with us that she, some ideas that she had too. And, and I know that, um, she was worried about sharing those things. And I think it's really cool that you and I whether we're together or individually, we do always provide a safe space mm-hmm. for friends and colleagues and and people to come to us and bounce ideas off of us. And and they know they're going to get honest feedback and they're also not going to get us going, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. so-and-so did this and right. so-and-so said that. And, right. you know, because that's that's not helping anybody. Right. And it's tearing other people down. And that also is someplace, something that I've learned is if I'm not in a healthy confident place with myself that's when you start doing things like that because you're trying to take that pressure off of yourself and put it on somebody else right and so i've always tried to be very conscious of if i'm going to open up space for someone it needs to be secure because if i come to them i want the same respect right in return right and you know and and with some of the other things you and i are working on for the future you know, we we also have to be able to be each other's confidant right. and respect each other and trust each other in those safe spaces. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes in leadership roles, it can appear from the outside that 
if you're in a leadership role, everything everything's just golden for mm-hmm. you. You know, mm-hmm. you get to go. Yeah. There's all these events, and you're right. You're always at some social thing or something else, and everybody yeah. knows you. But actually, when sometimes you're the head of an organization, it's actually very lonely mm-hmm. because the circle of people that you once confided in. It's not that you don't trust them anymore, but now you're just in a different role. And so you have to be so careful about what you say. Right. You have to be so careful about what you do. Mm-hmm. You have to be um, very circumspect. You have to be. And, mm-hmm. and so sometimes it can feel like, wow, I had all those friends that I used to tell everything to. But now in this role, I maybe can't be right. as transparent with some of that. So mm-hmm. it, I, I mean, I think that's some part of it too right. is, um, you know, you just have to be a lot more careful. And mm-hmm. I think with social media, that's even escalated oh, because yeah. I can't say anything other than, <laughs> wow, look at this pretty flower from my garden or aren't my grandkids cute <laughs> yes. or look at this sunset. Yeah, but anything else hard. could be completely misconstrued. Mm-hmm. And I represent an organization now. So mm-hmm. it's even if it's my personal page, I represent... Just like with this podcast, right? I represent the mm-hmm. Chamber of Commerce, even though this is not a chamber sponsored podcast, right? It's You're still, still showing up. Who? Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. you get that same too. thing. Yeah, I do. And I have to again too. I have to be super careful because I have multiple people of influence that are over what I do, and they could very easily say, "Oh, we saw right that post on Facebook, and we mm-hmm. didn't approve, and there's a zero tolerance policy, right. so we're done right. with you. And, and I guess that's okay in a way, because I really think social media has become way too much of a ground a for... a sounding board that it shouldn't yes. be. Right. You know, right. it was... It, I, I, For me personally, I feel like when Facebook was originally created, it was created to connect people, right. connect families. I... I utilized it because I had family and friends all over the country, and it was a fun way for us to quickly share photos in a time that cell phones weren't really, um, they were just barely starting to come out, and text, being able to text a picture or a video to somebody was not quite there yet at the capacity that sharing it on Facebook was, or even on MySpace, like we started with MySpace. (laughs) And, um, you know, and, and so it just... I, I think the the political and all of those things, and I understand freedom of speech. We 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 wouldn't be able to do what we're doing today if right. we didn't have that. But again, it's who are you representing? You're it, you know maybe you're not representing your business. Maybe you're representing your family, mm-hmm. and you've got children that are watching your every move, and then they're going to school and mimicking everything that we're doing, everything right. that they're hearing, and and. I do not want my son going to school and saying, hey, my mom mm-hmm. was dancing on the table last night. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, well, no, we don't want any of us want our kids to go to school and say that. And having said that about Facebook, we want you yeah. to keep watching this we podcast. We do, yes. So, so we want you to yeah, like nothing, our podcast yeah. and share it. It's just, yeah. it's nothing against it at all. It's just being conscious yeah. of, mm-hmm. of what you're doing. And where is it coming from? Right. Again, circling right back to confidence. Are you nitpicking? Are you tearing things apart? Because right. you're not in a good place with yourself. And I, I always, you know, when you point your finger, I always think of the, the three fingers pointing back mm-hmm. at you. Right. And so, you know, so like... I'm I'm constantly in a place of of self evaluation. I'm always, if I wake up in a mood, whether it's a good mood, bad mood, indifferent, 
I don't jump right on social media and post anything. Mm -hmm. Yesterday I did. I woke up in a great mood. I was ready to tackle the week and I felt wonderful. And I did. I posted a big picture Mm -hmm. and I felt pretty proud of it. And um, if if I hadn't, I would have felt like I missed an opportunity because I knew when I woke up I wanted it. Right. And if that makes any sense. But again, that's coming from me being in a good safe space with myself. Right. And when I feel like I'm not, I always come back and whether I write it down, read it, listen to something, whatever it is, to get me back on a straight path. And I think that social media is a tool, like everything else is a tool. And Mm -hmm. so it can it can be a great way to share information. And I know without it, for me in my job and with this podcast and everything else I do, the focus on Mm -hmm. Farmington Coffees without it, I don't know how I would get all the information out there. I think it is a great great platform for that and Mm -hmm. connecting with family and those kind of things. But Mm -hmm. so I definitely think it is a tool. But again, Mm -hmm. I think it can be very, it can be used for good or evil. Right. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah. And, um, so it's mm-hmm. just like anything. It has two sides to right. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure how we got on the topic, but that's what we do. That's why <laughs> that's we're doing this episode. Yes. This is just how just we a are. a snippet of our Saturday morning On coffee. a Saturday morning. <laughs> like, what else can we talk about? Yeah, and how it turns into four hours sometimes. Right. So I will... Um, yeah. So I will talk about, I'm doing the keto diet. Oh, so are you? I Did am. you get back on? Yes, yes. I've been going back and forth the last couple of weeks because I mostly do it. And then I like, Friday comes and I'm like, ooh, I want tacos. I know. I want See, that's this. the problem. That's hard. Tacos <laughs> are the problem. But, yes. <laughs> and the solution. Mm-hmm. So, no, but I so have started back on <clears throat> keto. Good. Have tried to get back into my working out. Not as uh-huh. much as I used to in the in the old days, but at least right. a couple times and going on walks. But yeah, so doing the keto thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny because for many people, keto, and, and if you don't know what keto That's is, what it's going to say, low, yeah, keto yeah. is a very low carb, right. high, um, high protein, high fat, right? Yeah, high healthy fat, right. a lot of the vegetables, fats, yeah. careful mm-hmm. on the fruit, mm-hmm. but mostly low, sugar low and, very low carbs. Mm-hmm. And the, so the keto diet for me works very well. Mm-hmm. It worked um, really well for me. When a lot I did of people it. really struggle with it, mm-hmm. but for me, it's I hate. I almost don't want to say this because it sounds, um, it sounds so horrible. But for me, I don't like bread, pasta, or. <laughs> Or pizza. <laughs> you're, so, you're, you're of <laughs> I know another world. <laughs> I know. So for me to give all that up, I'm it's, like, it's not like you're no giving problem. anything up. Yeah. But I mm-hmm. do love tacos. Mm-hmm. I love crunchy, salty stuff like popcorn, mm-hmm. tortilla chips. Yeah. So I still, I have my struggles. But for some yeah. people, it's giving up the bread and the pasta right. and all that. And I just can absolutely turn my <laughs> back on that and say, I've, I don't even care. Yeah. Don't even like it. <laughs> Wouldn't eat it even if I wasn't doing keto. So. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I've decided that trying to get back on mm-hmm. and just like all of us, I think we go through, we're really strong sometimes and then we, yeah, kinda, we teeter off and mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. we struggle and yeah. then we get determined. So, um, but yeah, good so job I'm back on that. Good. We'll see. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll join you because I've really, I've been right there, right on the cusp of doing it. And then right. I go, oh, I'm not ready to give up, but I'm like, but. But it's not really giving up. It's just shifting. Right. And I have to keep reminding myself, like when I'm making, when I'm changing anything, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm just shifting into something different. Right. And and it did work really well for me. I did mm-hmm. it um, pretty intensely in 2017 and 2018. And 
again, those 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 memories in, in social media like to pop up on right. me and go, hey, look, remember when you liked that outfit and now right. it doesn't fit your pinky? <laughs> well, and I not and we're not advocating any no. one plan over another. Mm-mm. But no. keto's what has worked for it, it me. Works. And yeah. So there's been some evidence with keto because it actually started back in like the 70s for patients who had seizures. And so they developed this keto diet and they they seem to have some success with it. And Mm -hmm. and for patients who have dementia and Alzheimer's, there seems to be some correlation between a low carb diet and maybe delaying the onset. Certainly not a cure. Right. Yeah. Well, that's kind of an interesting part of that. Because it fuels the brain differently. Right. So because you're you're giving it those healthy fats and those healthy proteins, you're it's creating a better pathway for the brain to sustain itself. Right. 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 And and cutting out the bad sugars and the complex carbohydrates, Mm -hmm. which are actually um, detrimental to our nervous system and to our brains. That's that's where they're seeing those good things from it. Well, and I thought about, I'm not even going to talk about that I'm doing keto. I don't want anybody to know because (laughs) I don't want anybody to know that I've gained some weight and I'm trying to take it off. So then I was really like, why don't I want people to know that? Why don't I want to say that? And it's because, well, it makes me appear weak that I, this is all going through my mind. This is not an out loud loud conversation with anybody. (laughs) This is all in my head. That's me too. And then people will think I'm weak because I gave into all this eating. And so I put I can't control my intake. Right. I can't control. And so, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, why not just be honest and say, um, I'm doing the keto diet because I put on a little bit of weight. Yeah. And so and I, don't, I know I don't feel right, right. because it's not mm-hmm. my best place. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And I don't feel as confident. That's mm-hmm. why I wanted to talk about that. That's exactly it. Yeah. And 10 pounds, not, it's not, you know, I know it's, that's not a, a crazy thing, but for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. I feel my self-confidence going mm-hmm. down. I feel like, right. I know mine's I taken a big hit with my weight gain over the mm-hmm. last few years. And much more so than I even realized until um, 2020 kind of halted the world and I didn't have to be in the public eye so much directly. Mm -hmm. And then coming out of 2020 and knowing that we were going to start opening back up, events were going to start happening again. And I really started freaking out. And I really almost said, hey, I'm going to move away. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I was like, wow, Addie, you you don't get to just move away because you put on 26 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> you don't get to, you know, I, if I was going to move away, I would have moved away when I was still drinking mm. because it had gotten out of control in the last year that I drank and I didn't want people to know and I was hiding and suffering. And, and so I always also go back to that and go, you quit that. Right. Like, dude, you can drink some bone broth. You right. can go for a walk. Like, right. <laughs> well, when we did the color analysis with yeah. Carrie Thompson. That's me. And such a huge that difference. was four or five episodes ago, four, I think, on the <clears> podcast, <throat> if you want to go back and look at it, <clears throat> um, the House of Color. And that was a really eye opening time at that time right. to look at the, you know, the difference in colors, but also being honest with <clears throat> the reflection in the mirror. <clears throat> I am no Dex longer 25. So <laughs> I yeah. don't know if you can, if you know, <laughs> but I'm not. Yeah. So, but I mean, that honest, like, this is where I am. And I really like where I am. I like I who I am and I like I where I am too. in my life. However, <laughs> you know, we, just like I said, things go up and things go down. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is part of being human. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so and we're not the only women in the world that are struggling with weight. Right. Whether or men or, or men. men. Yeah. Whether we're too thin, whether we're too mm-hmm. muscular, whether we're not muscular enough, whether we're too heavy, we're chunky, we're round, we're flat, whatever yeah. those things. We're all human bodies that are all trying to figure out 
how to do this every day. Right, right. At, at every age, you know, right. 45 and a half. I keep throwing a half in there. <laughs> well, I'm and we happy. just healthy, healthy, but so healthy and a sense of well-being. Right. And yeah. confidence. That's what mm-hmm. I was like, I want to, because I knew we wanted to talk about confidence. Yeah. And that sense of you are doing, to get through the days that you and I have, mm-hmm. we have to There's, take care of ourselves. There, yeah, we do. And mm-hmm. going home at the end of a long, stressful day, and eating mm-hmm. an entire bag of tortilla chips. Right. I don't even buy them because I will. <laughs> probably the best strategy. No. <laughs> and it doesn't, it feels good right then. In the moment. But mm-hmm. then it, yeah. it's like any kind of instant gratification or if, whether it's sugar, alcohol or whatever it is, it feels really good right then. But then there's a big letdown. Mm-hmm. And so, then that disappointment in yourself because today I was going to do better. Right. Today I was going to try again. Right. And I gave up on myself. So and that's why I made the big announcement good. to everybody. I'm glad. Who prob- I don't even know if they even really care, but <laughs> I'm saying it out here right now. So this is going to keep me accountable. Yeah. Now, and, mm-hmm. I, and so I just think as long as whatever it is for you, that whether mm-hmm. it's getting more sleep or drinking mm-hmm. more water or meditating or keeping right. it or, or reading your Bible or praying, whatever it is that your, your thing is that keeps you balanced and mm-hmm. keeps you knowing you're in that healthy space. Mm-hmm is yeah. what it what it's about or keeping people out that yes. that cross boundaries mm-hmm. with you that that pick at your confidence right. because there are people that do that and i right. I've, I've had to put up a lot of big boundaries you know i i have a lot of people that don't even know where i live right. that i that used to be at my house every weekend and I just, that's just how I control who gets access to me mm-hmm. because I'm not willing to compromise what I've created and what I've built right. on this side of my life. Right. So speaking of building things, we want to mm-hmm. talk just, we only have a, a little bit of time left. We want to talk about the Women's Summit. Mm-hmm. So the the this is the third year of the Professional Women's Summit. Mm-hmm. And we've, I think just within the two years we've already had it, we've built it into a pretty amazing event. We really event. have, Yes. And thanks to technology um, and the um, that we've all gotten comfortable with things virtually, this is an in-person event, but we do have a way for people to right. to, to attend virtually. Yes, mm-hmm. through a live stream. Mm-hmm. But the event itself is October twenty eighth, mm-hmm. and here in Farmington, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. But we hope there's you know people from all over the region are in, included or invited to attend. Mm-hmm. And again, we hope for um, just a very inspirational day. Right. And yeah, we've got several, several speakers that are coming to tell their story, to tell their journey and their, their leadership path. And right. um, this year's topic is resiliency, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and how overcoming adversity. Over, overcome, adversity. Right. <laughs> adversity. Yes, resiliency yeah. and overcoming adversity. Yeah, and I, I'm very, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it because just the first year even, you know, I was one of the presenters and told my story mm-hmm. that first year and getting to... I, I think I was the first one who spoke that morning. Um, it kind of opened up the door for the rest of the speakers to yes. be more open and honest with what they shared. And it turned into such a really cool day of women in leadership and women learning and and trusting each other, right. learning how to how to be a little more transparent, and especially in a big, large public setting. Right. Um, because when when we don't hold anything back, there's nothing anybody can use against us. Right. That's true. Very true. It's absolutely nothing. Just being honest. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested, if you want to register, if you live here in Farmington or any of the surrounding communities, whether mm-hmm. it's Colorado or Utah, uh, Arizona, if you want to attend the summit, we have a website and mm-hmm. it is www.professional, all spelled out, women's, W-O-M-E-N-S 
hyphen summit.com. So professionalwomensummit.com. And you can also go to the the chamber website as well and find it there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Farmington Chamber of Commerce in Farmington, New Mexico, not Minnesota or Texas or Pennsylvania. (laughs) Right. So thank you for joining us for this episode. We look forward to the next one. And yes. um, yeah, thank yeah, you. This is great. great. Conversation, Thanks Jamie. for having a cup of coffee with me. I know. Yeah. Oh, with my new mug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>